Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello and welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. We are coming at you... What's when it? What is it? I I never know what day or time it is anymore. Tuesday, cool. May second. Cool. Tuesday, May second, which is just a few days after my thirty sixth birthday. Um, <laughs> thanks for the turkey gobble. I appreciate. You're it. welcome. I got you. you. You know what's so confusing to me is it's like it's your thirty sixth birthday, but is it your thirty sixth birthday or your thirty seventh? Because like. Technically, when you're born, that's your first birthday, but you don't celebrate your first birthday until a year later. So it's like, isn't it really? Well, because you've been here one year, right? So you've been here 36 years. Yeah, but that's not what we say. We say happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Then we say, how old are you? Yeah. 36. That's true. I don't know. It just gets confusing, I guess. Um, Do you want to be older? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Very good point. I, I should just stop. I don't down understand this. what's happening. No, I don't know. It's just like some. Never mind. It's just weird the way we count things sometimes. Um, but no, I do not want to be older. Thirty six. Actually, I mean, my birthday was kind of like anticlimactic, but um, it did kind of when someone was like, "Oh, how old are you?" and I was like, thirty six. I was like, "Whoa." 36. Like that's yeah. for some reason it feels way far away from 35. Like it feels like you're when you pass 35, it suddenly you're you're getting close to 40 and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh my god, 10 years to 50." And then all of a sudden you're like, "Holy crap. Half my life." Unless half like my life. Unless we advance our life by like 50 years or something then. And we've already established you don't want to be here. We know. We've already established. No. Oliver was playing the game with me today of when I'm this old, how old will you be? When I'm this old, how old Aww. will you be? So why why did he want to know that? Is that just I the thing know. kids do? I think he's just got an inquisitive mind and he was asking me today why um ATVs are not street legal. I don't know why they're not street legal. <laughs> Does he like, know? I have no idea. Does he know about your experience with ATVs? No, he doesn't. He just knows that mommy had to Google that information. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey. If, he just like, has an interesting mind. Totally. I feel like that's the magic of like, I can't wait till my son starts asking me random questions like that. Like everyone's like, oh my God, you're going to want them to stop talking. Like as soon as they stop talking, start talking, you're going to want them to stop talking. I'm like, I don't know. Cause like, I really love like, pondering 
things about our reality, but I'm sure I'll get annoyed. But oh, I'm, his like, newest question is why is life a thing? <laughs> and very, I'm like that. Very good question. <laughs> yeah, that is the question, bud. That is the question that we yeah. all want to know. We don't know. Why is life a thing? Like, why do we live? Like, why, why do, do we, we exist? Why yes, are we here? Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's the only question you'll pretty much ever ask yourself your whole exactly. entire life. So nobody knows for sure. Yeah. So and even when you think you do know for sure, like even when we ask the Arc Nine and we have like many times, it's like they answer, but it's still I still think you'll continue to ask because I still ask myself the question over and over and over. So mm-hmm. even when someone gives you the answer, it, it's not, it feels in concrete. Yes. Yes. Unsatisfactory. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, I came across this, well, wait, sh- before I go I- into that, should I talk about what I did on my birthday? Yeah. Talk about How what I- you did. Cause that was cool. Yeah, so my mom was so sweet. She's like, I'm going to take off on your birthday because it was on a Friday. And then she's like, what do you want to do like during the day? And I was like, you know, I just feel this need to create. Like I want to make something. Like I want to get my hands on a canvas. Like I used to truly like paint all the time and draw all the time. And I just – I haven't – I have not been creative in the way I like to be creative in a really long time. So my desire was to just like make something. Mm-hmm. And I kept looking up like all those paint and sip classes, even though that wasn't really what I wanted to do. But I was like, at least I'll be able to like paint a canvas. And it was like there were classes that day, but only at night. And we had dinner reservations at night. So I just like couldn't figure it out. And my mom, my mom is so good at finding really unique things. Like, and she just, I kind of was just like, oh, whatever. And then my mom the next day was like, okay, I found this really cool place and it's run by this woman and the whole business name is Project Joy and her name is Joy. And she's like, and I only talked to her for a few minutes on the phone, but I just feel like you're going to vibe with her. And I took that to mean like, okay, she's like super spiritual or something, woo woo or whatever. But I asked her, I was like, well, what did she say? Like, what did, and she's like, not nothing. She just told me about the business, but like, I really just get this feeling you're going to really vet. I was like, all right. So anyway, she was just saying, like, I don't know much about what she does, but basically you go there and you do this kind of, like, art process that's kind of uses natural elements. And I was just like, okay, cool. I'm game. Like, let's go. So we go. And when we get there, she has such a cool studio. And basically what I come to find is, number one, yes, Joy is incredibly spiritual. And, like, it's one of those meetings where it's, like, the second I (laughs) – tell her what I do. It's like outcomes, the past lives and the, the, everything, everything just, yeah, all the woo just spills out. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, man, this is so funny how this always happens. Like, and my mom has been around me enough to know that this always happens. (laughs) Like, so Mm. anyway, um, so it's really cool. She does this process of her whole brand is about like, um, like that you don't need a creative bone in your body to do this artwork. And the, I think that's to make it super accessible for people because she knows that if you can just get in and find some sort of creativity, you're going to have a really cathartic experience. And so basically all you have to do is pick a couple colors. And um, then I, I can't really explain it to you guys, but 
I showed Ambi the process. It's you basically kind of like start experimenting with like drops of colors and water and like air. And then um, once you're satisfied with like the way that the canvas looks, then you put all these items on top of it, like leaves and sticks and flowers and like buttons and just stuff that she has there. And Mm -hmm. then it dries over the course of like several days. And once it dries, it leaves this kind of like really cool ink imprint, like of all the things on top. It's hard to explain, but when you see it, it's very unique looking and very cool. And it's one of those things where you like cannot mess it up. Like you just can't. And so once we were talking about all the spiritual stuff, we were talking about how, you know, if you listen to this podcast on the last podcast, we were talking about, um, actually, no, it wasn't the last podcast. It was in our Patreon. We do these bonus episodes every month where we will intuitively investigate something. And what we did last month, April's intuitive investigation was the Simpsons and how do they keep predicting the future? And so I was asking the questions and Ambie was doing the intuitive investigating and, um, she basically was like, well, it feels like there's somebody who's like pretty high up at the Simpsons who is like intuiting this information. Right. And the question Mm -hmm. was, well, are they sitting there going, Hmm, like tell me what's going to happen in the future so I can put it in my TV show. Yeah. Or, Or is it just like they're kind of sensing the information they just they're not thinking about it like that they're just seeing pictures in their heads and then they're putting it into the story and ambie was like well it's more like that and i was like well isn't that just creativity like isn't that the exact same thing it's like when you're sitting there trying to come up with ideas for a tv show what would you and then you come up with some out of nowhere what would you call that creativity so it's like Mm -hmm. Then we had this whole conversation about is intuition and creativity just actually the same thing? Like we just call it different. We see it differently. Um, so when I brought that up to Joy, who was running the studio, she was like, oh, my God, that's exactly what I think all the time. And I've actually thought about like breaking off or adding spiritual services to what I do. She's like, but what I've seen is that like allowing people to access their creativity in a way that they don't think it relates to anything having to do with intuition or spirituality or personal growth or anything like that. They get like, they get the vitamins with, or they get like the vegetables in with like, you know, sneakily in their meal. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, exactly. And like, that's why what you're doing is so important because people need that. People need ways to kind of access those parts of themselves without being turned off or scared or intimidated or whatever. So it was just this really exciting, um, therapeutic, cathartic moment. And I'm like so excited to go pick up my art. And that was just such a great gift for my mom. Um, but it led into this conversation when I was telling Ambie about this experience, this quote that's been in my head since my birthday, which is, there are years that ask and there are years that answer. And I really love this quote. Like, I just think it's so simple and succinct, but it's so powerful in saying there are years of your life in which you are going to be asking a lot, like what's hap- What am I, what, what makes me happier? What should I be doing this year? What's next? Or, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's years that 
are answering those questions. They are follow, they are completions, right? Like they're they're like this is what I'm doing and this feels good and I love where I'm at and yada yada. And I think, you know, on your birthday is a time when we all really think about those things and ask those questions or recognize that we're in the answer. And um I on this birthday thought to myself that this is like this past year was really a a year where it was a year of answers or it was a year that answered. It answered like, what is it like to be pregnant? What is it like to become a mother? Um, what is it like to just kind of be at peace with yourself? And then this coming year is, um, I think, a, a year that's asking me. It's like asking, what is next? Like, what now that those things have kind of been fulfilled in a certain way, what is the next frontier that you want to cover? Um, and so, yeah, I just, that's kind of like what I'm looking out at this next year, this 36 year at, I'm just kind of like thinking, okay, what's on the horizon? Cause it does feel like something new is on the horizon, but it's not like here yet. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But mm. what, what do you feel like this year is for you an asking year or an answering year? It's an asking year. Cause it's not answering shit. <laughs> so gotta be an asking year, right? Yeah. Yeah. There are no answers over here, guys. And I think that's, I think, I think like a lot of times when we're in an asking year, it's like, like we think we're doing something wrong or like we think we're like failing we or lost. Both- yeah, we're lost. Like, and it's like, I think that's why I like the quote so much because it's talking about that there's two parts of the process that are going to continue to happen. It's like two parts of the cycle that need each other. It's Mm. like, you need the question to come up to the answer. You need, so you need the years that ask, like the years that ask are developing like a yearning and like a calling. And those give you the trails to follow you know, so that you can then get to like your treasure at the end of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow or whatever it is. That's true. I never looked at it like that before. I've never looked at it like, is it an asking year or an answering year? Um, I've never looked at being lost or feeling lost in that way. And I feel like that makes it less What's the word I'm thinking of? It makes it less uh, yucky. It makes it feel a little bit better. It makes it feel like I'm not fucking everything up. Like, oh, okay. I'm just asking. I'm redefining what I want. I'm I'm questioning all the time, which is not bad. So I like that frame of reference. It's, I mean, if you think about it, it's really like what's going on in the rest of our world right now, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a really good thing that there's so much asking happening. Like, is this really how we should be spending our money? Is this really how we should be treating mentally ill people? Is this the type of laws that we should be passing about gun safety? Like, is there's so much asking that's going on. And if there was no asking right now, it would Mm -hmm. be very depressing, Right? right? Because it would just be stagnancy. And so it's like, I think that's a really, um, 
good lesson for myself and maybe other people listening is like, you know, every change starts with a question. Every new journey starts with a question. It's like a what if or like why is this? Because Mm. the whole reason that a question is being asked is because there's potentially a better solution. And I think in our society, we're so quick to be like, it's just like, why are you questioning this? Or why are you questioning me? Right. And I never looked at it like that before. Which part? All of it. Yeah. All of it. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like a really complex topic broken down into very simplistic ways that make me feel less alone and make me feel like, oh, everything's going to be okay. Mm. I've spoken to a lot of people, a lot of people right now that are having relationship issues. And a lot of people that I've spoken to personally are like, cause we, you know, people that I give readings to reach out to me in such business. And so, um, we've just talked about it recently of like, how can I feel like this? I want to, I want to go left. I know I want to go left and yet everything's pointing to going right. And so I think when we break it into, are you asking or getting the answers, it makes it, it makes it feel not as serious. Yeah. It makes it feel like, oh, I'm just asking questions still. I'm just redefining it. Yeah. And I also think it, it's more so like expansive versus limited when you Mm -hmm. say like, okay, is this an asking or an answering? If it's an asking, then it's like, we're going wide, right? We're Mm -hmm. going like, what else? Or like, show me, like, let's brainstorm here. Right. Right. Or, or it's literally saying, what in the world would you like? Mm. And, and again, I think that's a, like, I, when I brought this topic up, I actually didn't think of it as in terms of like, empowering or like a different way to look at it like it didn't really hit me that like we don't really look at things like this that so many of us kind of tend to think like I don't know what I want so I'm failing or like I don't Mm -hmm. know what I want so I'm lost oh my god I'm 30 something years old and I don't know what I want next it's like we were never supposed to know all of that like we were I don't think that we were that would be so weird if at you know, again, 18 years old, it's like, okay, I know that right now I want this. And then in four years, I'm going to want this. And then five years after that, I'm going to want this. It's like, that is just so Mm -hmm. unrealistic because Mm -hmm. you're living life and you're getting feedback all the time. I mean, even people who know they want to be doctors and they put all that money and all that time into studying and to become a doctor and they go and they spend a couple years, there are some people who are like, wait, I don't want to do this. And that's heartbreaking. But you know what? They had to go have that experience. And maybe their their MD or whatever will, in this specific example, will come back around in some other way. Maybe they'll find a different way to apply it or something. But it's like, you cannot possibly know for sure what you're going to want. And I mean, I remember... My whole life, I had told myself, oh, I want to 
be in film and television. I want to be in film and television. First, I wanted to be an actress. Then I wanted to be like a screenwriter or a director. And I just told myself the whole time, when I go to college, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for that. I'm going for that. And then I got to college and I was like, wait, I I suddenly realized I had not let myself say, okay, I like that. What, What else could I study? What else seems like something that's calling me. And it, I just remember it blowing my mind because I just never let myself ask the question, mm. you know? And then I ended up doing a completely different major. And that major, not that I, I don't even, it, college was more of like a life experience for me. But the other major that I chose led me down the path of, you know, social media and marketing and talking to an audience and media in general. And so, I just think it's crazy that we ask people to, quote, know what they want so early in life when so much is changing all the time, you Mm -hmm. know? So. As someone who has an 18-year-old child, I really get this because there's a lot of pressure on him to figure out what he wants to do. And logically, I understand that that is ridiculous to make an 18-year-old child, because he is a kid, understand what do you want to do? I mean, he's been driving like a year, you know? Yeah. So less than that. So it's ridiculous to make him go into a career. And because he's chosen a different path, he's not going to college. I feel panicked because he's going against what my expectations were, what my plan was, right? My plan was you go to college and you figure yourself out. And he's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to waste thousands of dollars, maybe a hundred thousand dollars to figure myself out. I'm going to take a few years and figure myself out on my own. And a part of me is really fucking scared for him because I'm like, that's a terrible idea because like, how are you going to make money? What, how are you going to support yourself? What are you going to do? And he's not worried. He's just like, I'll figure it out. I got this. Mm-hmm. And so they, I'm like, if he was like a YouTuber, I would be like, cool, let's like make this work. But he like nothing. When I tell you guys nothing, I mean nothing. Okay. Yeah. He wants to join the military, but he has taken no steps to do this. Not one. So I love that, like, if he was a YouTuber, that's like equivalent to like back in the day. So I'm being like, look, if like maybe if he had an agent or something and he, like like it was like a, someone with a very yeah. artistic dream, maybe right. he had an agent and he was booking some auditions. But the, today it's like, look, maybe if he was YouTubing, <laughs> maybe if he was a YouTuber. Well, I mean, that's, I guess that's my thing of like if it was like an obscure dream. Right. And it was like, I want to do this. Right. Obscure thing. OK, I want to be an artist which is I still feel like a paint artist is like kind of obscure. Okay. Yeah. YouTuber obscure. I want to do these things. I want to make money and I want to do a living this way. I would be like, okay, you have an idea of what you want to do. But when I tell you nothing, I mean nothing. And so it panics me. It makes me so scared because I'm like, what are you going to do, man? But, but yes. And I love it when it turns the podcast turns into therapy for me. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, but like, that's the thing. I I think it's like an old pattern to be like, (gasps) what are you going to do? Right. A hundred percent. 
But that's the whole thing is that life experience is going to tell him what he wants to do. Life experience is going to tell him what he wants to do and what he doesn't want to do. And you're going to be there to guide him through that. Just the way that if he went to college, it would be the same exact thing, except you would have the illusion that he's he's doing something. And, and he would be doing something. I'm sorry, I don't mean to say it's a total illusion, but he would be doing something and that he would be working towards a degree. But you don't even know if a degree is going to be relevant in four years. Like you have You're no right. idea. I have no idea. But I feel like, okay, so, and maybe you help me with this. Audience help me with this too. Maybe I have the idea that, okay, if he went to college or if he took more steps to join the military or if he went to a trade school, which is actually what I really want him to do. I don't necessarily want him to go to a four-year college. I want him to actually go do a trade, but I digress. If he did one of those avenues, right, I feel like he would meet other people that would be on a similar path as him and therefore would help he would create that life experience with those people mm-hmm. compared to living with your mom, which there's nothing wrong with that at 18. Cause he's a baby Yeah, living with your mom and working 20 hours a week and then sleeping the rest of the time. Like that's my concern is, is this yeah. depression? What are we doing? When <laughs> do I interject? What are we doing? Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Okay, I get that. I get that. Like, you want him to have, like, more connection to the world. And the outside world. Yeah. 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 I mean, would you feel this way? Would you feel the same way if you, uh, if he wasn't living at home? Like, if he was living on his own, but he did the same thing? Like, he just Oh, went no, to I'd be so fucking mad. I'd be so mad. Oh, 100%. So, I'd be so mad. Wait, you'd no. be mad if he I'd be didn't mad. live with you? If, okay, let me, let me, he makes minimum wage right. and tw- works 20 hours a week. Right, but I'm saying, like, How let's say he found he a five. But let's say he took on more hours or he okay. found a job that paid a little bit more, but basically all, but he, so he lived on so his own. So he could cover his own bills. Yes, he's fine. He's, he's, he's not making a lot. More, no, but, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. But about would that. you be as concerned? Not really. No. Okay. And that, but, but I'm saying he does, he's not social. He just goes to work and he pays for himself. Well, I don't think I would know about it as much. You know right. what I mean? Right. So I yeah. probably would have the illusion that he's more social. Yeah. Or that he has more of a game plan, you know? But and, um, and also he would be taking that first step to like support himself and that yeah. would probably feel good. And I feel like, okay, so I feel like here's where this comes from. When I was 18, I was done. I was out. I moved across the country. When you were 18, you did the same thing. You moved across the country, you went to school and across the country. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's this, this idea of when you're 18, you you want to start your own life. You want to start your own path, right? And there's nothing wrong with not wanting to do that at 18. And there's nothing wrong with um, doing that. But I guess my concern is at what point do you say you're in an asking year and you have been in an asking year for a little bit now? <laughs> yeah. 
And so we're going to now need to be in an answering year. Right, right. Right. right? And right. like, where's the hands on hands off? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cause like, I haven't gotten that part of parenting yet. Um, <laughs> but I understand the, the stress and the, the frustration about that. I guess this is an asking year for you of when is it time to push him out the nest? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so, (laughs) so he recently, I, I'm putting my hands up because he recently quit his job two days ago. Oh, so he could have more time to focus on what he wants to do. Oh, that's, yeah. And I, I've, I've heard and I've seen this before. <laughs> what? We, Wait. Yeah. What? And he's like, I just work from 12 to 3 every day. And those hours <laughs> aren't conducive <laughs> to me being able to get uh, my stuff done that I need to get done. What is the stuff he needs to get done? Oh my God, he I needs- feel so bad. This is turning into a Riley Bash session. I'm so <laughs> I love sorry. you, Riley, if you ever listen to this. Oh my God, I have to tell you something else. So, I love you so much, Riley. Uh, now I feel bad. Uh, he wants to work out and he has to get his medical records into the recruiter. Oh, okay. So, is he going to work out? No. No, he just quit his gym membership. Okay. So lots of quitting. <laughs> so there's lots of answering. Seriously. <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> I'm throwing at my hands and I'm like, okay, man, this is your path. This is yeah. what we're doing today. You still have bills to pay. So we're going to figure this out. Yeah. And uh, I, I think mean, we're going we're gonna to take care of this lunch. I, I mean, do have to tell you though. Okay. Yeah. So apparently my Riley, his senior year of high school, used to follow me on social media. And apparently someone found my Instagram through his and okay. then found the podcast. Okay. And then they played the podcast in school over the speakers. No way. Which one? I swear oh my to God, him. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed for him. Which one? I don't know which episode. He said he doesn't know. He just heard my voice and was like, what the fuck is happening? And were they I was like, like teasing? They were. I, I, what he said was they were referencing that his mom is a psychic medium. Over I think the loudspeaker? Yes. Oh, boy. What did he do? Poor Riley. He stopped oh following my. me on social media immediately. Yeah. I um, would have blocked you. <laughs> never find me again or i would have like dead to me you block every block go private <laughs> I mom think you you're just going private he had like a tough he had like a tough year yeah oh god that makes me sad i know <laughs> I've, I've so if like- you're listening to this podcast and you know my son and you were mean to my son fuck you yeah fuck you yeah go ahead <laughs> Now I'm just flashing to them playing this over the loudspeaker. <laughs> well, he doesn't go to that school anymore, so it's fine. Okay. It's good. Okay. It's good. Um, Poor baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah he I'd told actually... me that a couple weeks ago. Oh, God. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Well, I've actually had, um fr- like, like scary f- – f- fl- <sighs> 
not flashbacks, but flash forwards to like uh, my children discovering this podcast when they can, you know, when they get interested and they're like, wait, and just listening to me talk about just some weird ass shit or I, I don't know, just going through my like adolescent, not adolescent, whatever. I just Young just, adults. Yes, young, so adult, young adult, yeah, angst, um, yeah, or like listening to me just say some crazy shit that I probably said in the beginning of this podcast. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. you grow and evolve, and through the podcast, we've grown and evolved, and so yeah. we're not responsible for anything that we've said in the beginning of this podcast. You heard it here. We are not responsible, <laughs> like literally, not at all. So nope. don't, don't even, even think know about those holding people. us responsible. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> don't total strangers to us. Um, that's so funny. So anyway, in summation, uh, this, this year for me is a year of asking. Um, it is a year of asking for ambrosia and, you know, I think it would be really, uh, just a good exercise if you haven't already to ask yourself, to ask yourself, is this a year of asking or is this a year of answering? And if it's a year of answering, really like, soak that in and like enjoy that because Mm -hmm. it feels really good to have answers. You know, it feels really good to like, and it, and it, it's not going to last forever. And I don't say that ominously. I say that as in like certain phases come and go, and then there's a new phase and a new horizon. And that being said, um, this is a transition into our retreats, which Ambrosia and I were talking the other day and we're like, we don't necessarily know how many more retreats we're going to do after this year, specifically because one reason, there's many reasons, but one reason because like at some point I'm going to have another baby and like once I have two babies, like I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll be able to figure something out, but like I don't know. It will be so much harder. And I mean, and I want to say really quick, I want to yell at everybody who's listening. I appreciate <laughs> you guys listening. I do. And I love you. But also, I hate it. And I mean this with my whole heart. Do not come to me and tell me, oh, my God, I've been wanting to come to your retreats for years, but I just haven't gotten around to it because of blah, blah, blah. Don't tell me. Just don't <laughs> fucking tell me. I don't want to know. Exactly. I'm breaking my heart. Either come to a retreat or don't come to a retreat. But don't Dang. tell me you want to come, but then you never do. Because it hurts my feelings. Dang. Yikes. Um love you guys. Love yeah, you. that's just a that's just a, a little loving um what do you call it? Like a loving slap in the face. Tough love. Tough, tough love. love. Tough love. Tough love to say, um, if you do want to come to a retreat, we would suggest coming This is the year. Yes. Come to either uh, South Carolina, which is in three weeks and very easy to get to, and we have one spot left, or come to Belize in August, which is going to be incredible, and it is affordable. Um, And in comparison to our other retreats, it is, like, on par affordable. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah. Uh, at our, our South Carolina retreat, we're going to be doing like paddleboard yoga. We're going to be on this beautiful lake. We're going to be doing intuitive development. We're going to just have fun in the sun, in the beautiful weather. We're going to have Southern comfort food. You're going to make friends. We're going to start the arc nine. It's going to be great. So, um, yep. If you want to take the last spot, let us know. 
Um, and uh, you can see all the details about all the re- retreats for this year on our website, innerbloompodcast.com slash, or just click the retreats at the top of the page. Is there anything you wanted to share? Um, I am, uh, accepting coaching clients. I have two spots available. So if you are interested in working with me privately, as far as like, um, getting over a past relationship or, um, dealing with grief, I am really good at working with both of those things. Um, and so I am accepting coaching clients. Reach out to me, um, matthews 14 at gmail.com. Yay. Also, I wanted to let everyone know that this coming Friday, we are doing our first bonus episode for our Patreons. Uh, it's our celebrity spirit interview where we interview a celebrity in spirit um, and ask them whatever you guys want. Um, every, our patrons vote every month to see who that will be. And I just posted the poll for people to vote and I'm, I'm going to close the poll probably tonight. And right now, Naya Rivera from Glee is in the lead. Um, it looks I like no <laughs> she's she... that a boy or a girl. Is that a boy? It's a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. Okay. She drowned. Um, oh, that's oh, so sad. Jesus. I didn't. Oh, I remember by the, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. But Heath Ledger, Stephen Hawking, Heath Ledger and Stephen Hawking are uh, close behind. So Stephen Hawking would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go cast your vote. Um, and also just know that, you know, one of those people will be interviewed this coming Friday and I will announce it tomorrow on our Patreon. Um, and yeah. That being said, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.